Chart Chat is a member of the Tiege.fm network from WTJU Radio. Find out more at Tiege.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Hello, everybody. It's Monday, April 22nd, 2019. I'm Tanner Green, and you're listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the US and UK charts. That's right, it's just a solo episode this week. Caitlin is out. As Caitlin mentioned last week, our next episode is going to be a live episode, so hopefully we will see some of you Charlottesville listeners in the same room. It'll be great. We'll record live. We'll get a mic, pass it around get some thoughts on the chart entries. So stay tuned for that. And in terms of housekeeping, the only other thing I really want to mention, subscribers might have already noticed, but I did finally put out that historical episode that I was talking about that came out on Friday. So if you haven't already, feel free to go check that out. Give it a listen. I run through the debuts in late November of 1971 on the Hot 100 and play some clips, do some deep dives into different genres and artists and draw on some primary sources even from old issues of billboard from early 1972 so check that out let me know what you think Uh, again i mentioned at the end of that episode i am hoping to put one of those out every other friday so stay tuned for that in the regular rotation alongside your regular monday main episodes and we'll kick things off on the u.s chart debuts at number 99 with megan the stallion and her song big ol freak immortal by aventura Debuts at number 95. And this week we see Khalid's latest studio album, Free Spirit, impacting the charts. So at number 93 and 87, he debuts with Right Back and Bad Luck. Khalid with Safe debuts at number 84 with Don't Pretend. And the highest Khalid entry is him teaming up with John Mayer at number 58 with the song Out of My Head. Just shy of the top 40, we've got Blackpink debuting at number 41 with Kill This Love. And the highest entry here in the U.S. this week. We've got the Jonas Brothers once again, still riding high off the success of Sucker. This time it's with their song Cool, which debuts at number 27. And we are going to talk about those Jonas Brothers, because as listeners are already likely familiar, if you're paying any attention to the pop charts, the former Disney Channel stars are back after a six-year breakup, and from a chart perspective, they are doing everything right. That comeback single that I mentioned, uh, titled Sucker, came out on March 1st with only a couple days advance notice, and it quickly set the world on fire. The track debuted on the top of the Hot 100, the group's first ever number one hit and only the 34th song in chart history to do so. And since then, Sucker has hardly been a flash in the pan. We're here in its sixth week on the charts, and the song is still holding strong and even gaining in performance at number six. While radio stations have jumped on board in unusually quick fashion, which is why we're seeing, in large part, the long legs of this hit. Radio stations have already driven the song up to number three on the radio songs chart, which again, is fairly unusual to see a song that high on that chart in only six weeks. And regular listeners of Chart Chat might remember that we did not talk about Sucker when it first came out, and that is admittedly because I thought the song was a bit, we'll say shameless. Uh, because as soon as I heard Sucker, the track seemed uncomfortably similar 
to a top 10 hit from the not too distant past. But before we listen to that doppelganger, let's listen to a bit. Again, this is Jonas Brothers' Sucker. We go together. Better than birds of a feather, you and me. We change the weather. Yeah. I'm feeling heat in December when you found me. I've been dancing on top of cars and stumbling out of bars. I follow you through the dark, can't get enough. You're the medicine and the pain, the tattoo inside my brain. And baby, you know it's obvious. I'm a sucker for you. And now let's listen to the previous hit that as soon as I heard Sucker instantly came to mind. Portugal the Man's Feel It Still, which back in November of 2017 peaked at number four. I believe it landed around the number 45 range or so on the year-end Hot 100 chart, so certainly no obscure song. And I'm hoping, even just playing those two back-to-back, I'm hoping the similarities are obvious. They're both in the same key. Some of the melodic contours are pretty similar. The falsettos have some parallel there. The harmonic progressions aren't the same, but they're definitely sympathetic to one another. And to further show what I mean, here is a quick mashup I threw together of the two songs that should further kind of illustrate what I'm saying. It's a little rough because the tempos don't quite line up. They're about 20 or 25 BPMs apart, but uh, it should still get to the heart of the similarities, the uncomfortable similarities that I feel like are on display. We go together, better than birds of a feather, you and me. Credit to YouTube users JV, Ensoleil, and KylaCat13 for the instrumental and vocal tracks I used to create that. Uh, you might call that mashup Feel It Sucker if you're so inclined. Uh, but I want to be clear, first off, I don't think this is some blatant example of plagiarism. That's not what I'm arguing here. Uh, for example, if you really want to get into the weeds, Feel It Still regularly uses a three chord that Sucker doesn't use. And Sucker has all of that harmonic motion, those chords that come in in the pre-chorus. You don't see something like that similar in the former. So again, I don't think this is plagiarism. I think the standards for accusations of plagiarism, let alone court cases deciding plagiarism, should be high. I'm thinking of an excellent New York Times piece by Ben Cesario that details how the 
somewhat recent plagiarism case between Robin Thicke and Marvin Gaye's estate over the alleged plagiarism of Blurred Lines taking from Marvin Gaye's Got to Give It Up has made songwriters much more anxious about their work and the inadvertent results of their songwriting. I'll put a link in the episode description for those that want to read more of that New York Times piece. I highly recommend it. And I think this is important to think about and argue because at the end of the day, pop music and non-pop music, music in general, is all about borrowing. And to that end, I'm not saying that Sucker is bad because it constitutes plagiarism. Again, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's bad because it's lazy. I think that good pop songs, I think that great pop songs are much savvier about their borrowing and entails some sort of interesting twist or wrinkle that at least obscures their inspirations. Sucker doesn't do any of that, and it feels like it's kind of coasting on previous attachment to the Jonas Brothers, and so it winds up feeling again kind of shameless to me. And that brings me to this current chart week where the Jonas Brothers debut with Cool at number 27, and as with Sucker, Cool pretty quickly reminded me of a song from the recent past, And while that song wasn't a top 10 hit like Feel It Still, it was hardly an obscurity. But first, we're going to listen to a clip. Once again, this is the Jonas Brothers and their song, Cool. I'm feeling so cool, top to the bottom just cool, every little thing that I do, damn it, I'm feeling so cool, yeah. Woke up feeling like a new James Dean, I comb my hair like an old school scene, As for the song that this reminds me of, let's briefly talk about Her, H-E-R with dots in between like it's an acronym. Her, aka Gabriella Wilson, is an emerging and now successful R&B musician from California who won two Grammys this year. She won one for Best R&B Performance with Daniel Caesar and one for Best R&B Album. She was also nominated for other Grammys, including Best New Artist. And to my ears, at least, this Jonas Brothers song, Cool, sounds quite reminiscent of a Her track from the latter's EP titled I Used to Know Her Part 2, which actually appeared on my year-end albums list. So go check out the episode for that. I think it's the third album of the year episode I put out. But in any case, let's take a listen to that song's intro, that Her song. This is Hard Place. Unlike Sucker and Feel It Still, these two songs aren't in the same key. Cool is in G and Hard Place is in E. However, 
Listeners probably noticed that there is that acoustic guitar that crops up in both songs, and that guitar points to the main reason that I think these songs are really similar. So in Cool, the roots of the main harmonic progression go one, seven, four, and then back to one. And sort of the heart of the song is that change from a one, a tonic, to a major seven chord, a chord that starts on the seventh note in the scale. And that change is especially distinctive because it establishes that the song is in mixolydian mode. And to basically sort of clarify what that means, instead of a regular major scale, the seventh note is flattened a half step. So in this case, in the case of G, it's flattened from F sharp to F natural. And for hard place, while the roots of that first chord change go from one to five, not one to seven, like in cool, that second chord sounds like it's rooted on a seven. And that's because the note that her is singing on the downbeat of that chord is a D natural. And in the key of E, a D natural is a flat seven, which again, is that same scale degree that you hear emphasized in cool. So even though the chords aren't exactly the same in terms of what scale degree they start on, they both really emphasize the seventh note in the scale on that second chord in their progression, which is why you get that kind of descending feeling in the acoustic guitar in both of these songs. So what does that all mean? I know that's a lot of theory, especially for my tastes, and I promise I tried to make another mashup to kind of demonstrate what I mean. I would find this similarity a lot less frustrating if her was some obscure artist that no one had heard of, that it was easy to write off as coincidence, but that is obviously not the case. She won two Grammys this year. She performed this song, Hard Place, at the Grammys this year, and some of her earliest musical efforts even were connected with Radio Disney, again, right in the wheelhouse of the Jonas Brothers. So if I had to bet, someone on the Jonas Brothers team, their songwriters, they themselves, were aware of Hard Place, and that's where I start to get irritated. Again, borrowing from other songs is vital to pop music. It's the lifeblood of pop. You do that. That's just what you do. But you have to be less brazen about it, or you have to be less lazy about it. You have to make it interesting. I know I've harped on this before, but it's similar. It reminds me of the Zed situation with Stay and The Middle, where it almost feels insulting as a listener. Like it's taking the path of least resistance to suggest, hey, this past song that you might have heard and liked, we did a version of that too. And I know it's a story as old as the music industry, but it still really grinds my gears. And that's kind of all I have to say about it. Both of the songs, both of the Jonas Brothers songs themselves are pretty unremarkable otherwise, but they just kind of get under my skin for those similarities to past prominent songs. And that's it. That's all I got. So thanks for listening to Chart Chat. If you want to check out this past week's chart debuts, look at the Spotify playlist in the show notes. Again, definitely check out the New York Times article on songwriters and how they are wrestling with the specter of court cases in the wake of the Marvin Gaye Robin Thicke decision. And if you want to get in touch with us, feedback, corrections, questions, email us at chartchatcast at gmail.com. Check us out on social media, Instagram at chartchatcast. And I'm particularly uh, working on keeping that Twitter account active. Check us out at Chart Chat Cast. Rate and review us on iTunes. Help us find new listeners. Tell your friends about us. 
We appreciate all of the feedback and the listeners. We love talking about this stuff with you all. Our cover art and intro theme come from Coronation Media, and Chart Chat is a member of the Teach.fm network from WTJU here in Charlottesville, Virginia. To learn more, visit Teach.fm. That's T-E-E-J.fm. Thank you again for listening to Chart Chat. I'm Tanner Green, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>